0: Think of this podcast as your go-to source for career advice and burnout prevention strategies to help you build a career and life you love. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dream Job with Danielle Cobo. I'm Danielle Cobo and today I have one of my favorite guests to follow on LinkedIn. She is inspiring, motivated, and energetic, and she is recognized as one of the top high performance coaches out there. So thank you so much for joining us, Julie Ruska.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Danielle. And I love your energy too. I'm so glad to be here today. And I hope your audience really enjoys all we're going to talk about.
0: Yes, you have some very knowledgeable advice on leadership and performance. Let's first talk about, tell us a little bit about your career journey.
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Iowa in the Midwest in a very conservative family where it's kind of indoctrinated in me to grow up, um, get married, have children, quit my job, and stay home with my kids. That was kind of the life plan. My mother did that, my sisters did that, and um, I kind of blindly followed that path. I got a degree in elementary education because that was a good mom job if I had to work, right? Like that's how I was raised, And so um, I became a teacher. I ended up stopping teaching to raise my kids and stayed home for about a decade. And my oldest son is severely dyslexic ADHD. And so the public schools weren't really good for him. And the school that he needed to go to was very expensive. So that seemed like good timing for me to get back into teaching and to work at his school so he could get a discount. So what happened with that is I went back to get my master's degree because I'd been out of school for uh, teaching for over a decade. And um, during that time, I went out to Colorado Springs, Colorado for a brain-based gender differences conference. And at that time, for the first time in over a decade, I felt like I had an identity. I wasn't Ethan, Sydney, and Aaron's mom. I wasn't my former husband's wife. I was Julie, and people really cared about what I had to say. And that really woke me up to make me realize that I wasn't living the life I was created to live. I really wasn't living a life awake or on purpose. And so that began my journey into finding what I was created to do. Um, It took me in some different directions. Um, When I was teaching after my divorce, I saw my son, who was five years old at the time, fall asleep on the floor of my kindergarten classroom. And I realized that that career path was not going to work for me. I had full custody of my oldest son, primary of my younger two, and there was just no way I could be the mother I wanted to be while I was raising other people's children, and so at the time, I was really into yoga, power yoga. I thought it was the best thing in the world, and I thought I was going to change the world through yoga, so I shifted from teaching into yoga, And as soon as I started teaching it full time, I realized that it was just a tool for transformation, but it wasn't everything that if people really, truly wanted to change their lives, they needed to be strategic. They needed to dive deep into the root issues, the limiting beliefs that hold them back and then create a plan forward. So that's how I ended up becoming a high performance coach.
0: That is a, an interesting journey with a lot of different twists and turns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, trying to like pare it down to the bullet points to share is always an interesting journey. But um, basically what I came to understand for my own self is that you need three things to create a life you love. You need clarity, you need courage, and you need consistency. And so through that path, I now help people examine the areas of their career, relationships, health, and finance to determine where they're functioning at their optimal levels and where they're not.
0: That is such great advice as to what you, the three characteristics that you really need to have a high performance life. And I acknowledge you for looking deep down inside your heart and saying, how, what do I want for my life? And how do I get to be the best mom in supporting my kids? And, and acknowledging that, because that was a risk to take, to leave what you had been doing and right. to do something completely new.
1: <laughs> right. And it's also a risk when you give up your benefits, when, when you do all of that, the entrepreneurial journey was never one I really wanted to take, but it's one that I kind of needed to take to be the person I needed to be for my family, but also for myself, because I knew I was created for more than I was giving to the world.
0: I can relate to that in so many different ways. I pushed back on being an entrepreneur for a long time. <laughs> I had that safety net of being in corporate America for 15 years and to leave, you know, the company car, the salary, the com- you know, the bonuses and benefits, all of those things. It's a big risk to take. And you really nailed it down into if you have clarity on what you want to do in life, And if you're courageous and you take that step, you get to create extraordinary things in your life.
1: Absolutely, Danielle. And that's what's so amazing. That clarity is the foundational element. You have to have the vision for the life you desire. And then you also have to look at it from the other angle is at the end of your life, what do you want to look back and have as your legacy?
0: Yes, because that is, you know, It's so important to think of, especially as moms, when we are raising the future leaders of the world, what kind of legacy do we want to leave based off the impact that we make on others as well as our kids? And so I'm I'm glad you really talk about legacy. So tell us, Julie, a little bit about the clients that you typically work with. Is there a common thread that you hear from them as to some of the challenges that they're experiencing in their life?
1: Yeah, a lot of my clients come to me because on paper, they have everything they should want, right? A lot of them have a great career. Things are going well. They have a great family. They're just, they're doing what we think of as living the American dream, but something's missing. And so what we do is we dive into the areas of career, relationships, health, and finance to determine what's missing. What's, you know that piece of the puzzle that if we get it right everything will be the way they want it to be
0: and is there anything specifically where you're saying okay what, are, what i guess what what i would ask is is common thread you're you know you're kind of digging into like what's that missing link so what yeah. would you what advice would you give to somebody where they're saying gosh i've had a successful career and I think COVID really brought this to the forefront for a lot of people where they're saying all of a sudden they've been career 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 and then they take a step back everything's shut down they're home and they're going am I really happy is this really what I want to be doing or they're happy in their career but again something's missing what advice right. would you give to anybody who's out there right now listening and can relate to that
1: You know it's it's important to take stock of the life that you want. It starts with the vision. Like, what is it I really want in my career? What are the type of relationships I want in my life? And is the relationship I have with my significant other, my friends, my acquaintances, you know, the people, my colleagues that work with me looking at relationships in that realm. I think that's what a lot of people had to do during the pandemic is look at how healthy are my relationships. Now I am either alone in lockdown or I'm with someone that I barely know because I've been so focused on my career. I've been so focused on my children. And so there's a lot to go into relationships. Almost always I get hired because people feel like they're hitting a plateau or they're stagnating in their career. And it almost always ends up in relationships because without strong relationships, whether they're intimate relationships or supportive friendships, Without those, it's really hard to have a life that you love.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, relationships can be so instrumental in our life and our happiness. And, you know, oftentimes what I find with relationships, in order to have a really deep connection with people, the core of that is vulnerability. And And are we being vulnerable with each other and really opening our hearts to having these deep connections?
1: Right. And that's, that's a really tough one. That's where courage comes in. We talked about clarity, courage, and consistency being like the three pillars of creating a life you love and courage. Whether it's in career, like going for your ideal dream job, or whether it's in relationships to like open your heart and be vulnerable to someone, it it goes to the depth of being courageous. And are there limiting beliefs that hold you back, that prevent you from living the life that you love, from having the career, from having the relationships, from having the financial abundance that you were meant to have?
0: I'm so glad that you mentioned limiting beliefs, because that's, again, another area where I can really relate. The pandemic opened my eyes to um, some areas where there was opportunities to add performance to my life and relationships. And it goes back to what you said with relationships. I kept hearing most of my life, you're guarded, you're unauthentic. And it wasn't until the pandemic hit, and I really took inventory of my life and saying, I don't want to be called unauthentic anymore. I thought that by me sharing my story of, you know, my upbringing with a mom with bipolar disorder mm-hmm. and and all these challenges I've overthought, I thought that I was being authentic. <laughs> right? What I come to find out is, is um, vulnerability is really allowing yourself to let the guard down. The defenses that we've put up throughout our life to guard our heart, when you start to let those down, and you really start being unapologetically you, you don't fear judgment, and you really show up as just you—the good, the imperfections. In fact, you just talked about how you posted a very, um, <laughs> a very interesting video on LinkedIn, um, and I'll let you explain a little bit more of that. But when you're when you truly just are yourself, your your connections are deeper. on a a deeper, deeper level. And when you stop caring what other people say about you and you stop fearing judgment, you get to be happy with yourself. You get to live and create that (laughs) life that you desire. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's really a fine
1: line. And I think women struggle with the most because we're told if we're too emotional, right, then we're not going to be successful in a male dominated business setting. Right. And, but then if we are more, um, alpha in our energy, then people will say we're inauthentic or, and in the end, you have to block out all of it. It's not about what people say you are and their perceptions of you. It's about who you are. And if you're true to yourself and you own who you are with, out apology, you'll attract the right people into your life. That was a big learning point for me. That goes back to being courageous again and knowing in your heart who you are, regardless of people, because there's always going to be someone out there that looks at you and judges you. Unfortunately, I wish it wasn't oh, that yeah. way, but it is.
0: Yeah, you, you nailed it on the head. I know that when I was in my former job, I was so It got to the point where the company had focused so much on development, 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 that it was almost as though they were so focused on development. And it created some of these insecurities. And I lost confidence over time. And I started to listen so much about what other people thought of me and that judgment that I lost confidence in myself. And when I finally gained that confidence back and really truly understood my power, and I believed in myself. Other people started to believe in me as well. And I would invite anybody to really take inventory of, are you allowing people's judgments to take over your confidence? And if that's the case, reevaluate that and really see who are you listening to? Is it somebody that you trust? Is it somebody that you value and respect? Or are you just listening to the the clatter out there that really doesn't matter?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it is, it is the noise. It's all around. When I shifted focus and in-person networking went away for the pandemic and I started living on LinkedIn, I started making videos like my mentor did. And he always introduced himself at the beginning. And so I would introduce myself and then I would finally get to the point of the video. And it felt inauthentic to me because it was inauthentic to me. I was trying to emulate him. And I know when we get started, that's okay. But like, When I got rid of that and when I was like, no, what's authentic to you? What do you have to share with the world? That's when my following started to take off. And I really started to connect with my audience because I was owning who I was. I wasn't trying to be someone else. I wasn't trying to fit into a box. I was like, this is me. This is what I have to say. Here we go, world. Like, let's go.
0: So tell us a little bit about this video you posted today, because it definitely, um, I would say, caught my attention. I stopped scrolling and started to look a little bit more. And I was like, wow, this is a, a unique one for LinkedIn. And I loved it.
1: Yeah. You know, so today in life right now, where I am, people are getting freaked out about COVID again. You know, it's like this second wave, the masks are coming back. The people that we're talking about going back to the office are pulling back. All of the networking events that we're starting to reawaken are getting closed down again. And there's a lot of heavy energy. Meanwhile, COVID is affecting people's lives. People are passing away. Um, I have friends that I know who have friends who have committed suicide. There's so much heaviness going on. And there's some things in my own life that are going on related to my former husband and funding my daughter's college, just things that were feeling really heavy. And I was in the shower trying to get ready for the day, trying to pump myself up, give myself that inner pep talk before I made my videos for LinkedIn for the week. And it just kept coming back to me like, gosh, there's so much heaviness. It just kept coming back and coming back. And it's like, if I'm feeling this right now and I have all the tools I need to have a powerful mindset and to overcome any obstacle that gets in my way, what is the normal person out there going through? Like, what are they experiencing right now? Because we started, a lot of us started to get our hope back up and now it's starting to crash again. And so I realized that, I needed to share from my heart, completely vulnerable. I got out of the shower. I started getting ready, thinking I was going to take this message, come into my office and film it. And then I found the motivation start to wane for it. I started, you know, second guessing. Can I be that raw? Can I be that vulnerable? Can I really share my struggles? Or are people going to say, but you're a high performance coach. You shouldn't have these, right? And so I was like, mm do not give yourself time to, to overthink this and analyze this. This is on your heart. So I grabbed my light stand, <laughs> put my camera on and pushed record. And I talked about what I'm going through and how I like reconnect with what's most important when I do start to struggle, when I do start to feel down or depressed or overwhelmed by life and what I shared is what I do. And it's two things. It's connecting to the necessity of the situation and it's connecting to your why. Would you like me to share more about those?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that is, it's, you were very, and I want to acknowledge something you were very vulnerable and you shared exactly what you were feeling. And and again, that goes into the power of vulnerability and connection because You were, you were saying exactly what a lot of people are thinking right now. And I know that not only when you share your story, it it allows other people to feel like they're not alone. It supports other people. It's also a healing process for ourselves too. I mean, there has been times where I've, you know, my mom committed suicide uh, in March of 2020 And sharing that story has been a twofold power. It's been a healing process for me, um, as well as other people feeling like, oh, they're not alone. They've gone through this as well. And so, again, it goes back to that vulnerability. And when we get to be vulnerable, we get to create these deeper connections and we get to heal through the process.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so sorry about your mother. I have seen some of the posts that you've shared with that and that I commend you for being vulnerable and opening up about that. It's really, um, you know, her whole situation is very complicated and, and hard to understand. But in the end, um, yeah, I just, I'm sorry that you had to go through all of that.
0: Well, thank you. I I appreciate and receive that. Um, You know, I think that with uh, mental health, it's, there's some things that are in control and then some things that are not. Um, And you, you nailed it on the head when it comes to legacy. And, you know, by sharing her story, I get to continue her legacy, um, as well as start with my why. And that is, is I get to share that story to support others. So it's, you know, mental health and mental wellness has been at the core of my life in a variety of different ways Um, through my own struggles as through as my mom's. And so, yeah, I I just believe it, like you said, be courageous, um, share what's on your mind and what's on your heart, make an impact, leave a legacy, know your why.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was talking about today with like when life gets tough. Yes. If it's a mental health issue and it it drags on for a while, you need to go seek help. You need to go to a psychologist. But the majority of the people that have these ups and downs um, of life, right? We have to focus on what we can control, which is our attitude, our effort and our actions. And when we come back to how do we get through the tough times? It is what's the necessity, like who's counting on you to be on your A-game? Who needs you right now? For me, it's my children and it's my clients. And then the greater why, like why are you on this earth? What's the purpose of your life? What is the, you know, the bigger picture? And when you can connect with those, it can sustain you and get you through the toughest of times.
0: Yeah. Yeah very, very much so. So tell us what are three things that you would want to leave our audience with where they're saying, okay, there's, these are the three things that I can apply into my life today.
1: I would say clarity, courage, and consistency. They're the three keys, three pillars of creating a life you love. It all starts with clarity, envisioning the life you want, you know, taking time to look at your career, to look at your relationships, your health, and your finance, and determine where you're functioning at your optimal levels and where you're not. And then in those areas, looking at here you are, here's where you want to go. What do you need to do differently? Do you need new skills? Do you need new supportive growth friendships? Like figuring out, determining what you need, and then going for it. And that's where courage comes in. It's the courage to face the challenges head on to annihilate those limiting beliefs and to step into your power. And then the third is consistency. And we forget about this because we tend to have these peak moments, right? Where we're on our a game and things are going well, and then something happens and, and then the Valley comes. And so consistency is showing up each and every day, no matter what determined to accomplish your goals.
0: That is Excellent and supportive advice, and I am so grateful that you were able to join us today. Because, like I said, for those of you that aren't following Julie, she is powerful, she's inspirational, she's so fun to follow, and uh, she is unapologetically hurt and vulnerable, which I always appreciate as well. So, where in you know where can our audience find you?
1: Um, like you said, I'm on LinkedIn. It's Julie Ruska, H R U S K A. And I do a lot on LinkedIn to share free advice on how you can create a life you love and really you know, step into your power and be your best self. And then I also have a website, PowerfulLeaders.com, and that has all the information about me and how to contact me.
0: Awesome. And I'll go ahead and include those links in the show notes as well. So anybody that's tuning in can click those links and get directly to Julie. So thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. And for those of you listening, um, if there's something, a topic that you want to hear in future episodes, I invite you to direct message me. This podcast is here to support you in creating the life that you desire as well as I invite you to comment, write reviews, to support and share this podcast with others. Thank you so much for tuning in and create an intentional day.
1: Thank you, Danielle. I really appreciate it. And thank you everyone for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast with Danielle Cobo. If you found today's episode, resonating, and inspiring, kindly take a moment to craft a review. Your review holds the potential for Apple and Spotify to share the Unstoppable Grit podcast with others. Furthermore, consider extending the ripple effect by sharing this episode with those around you, family, friends, colleagues, and anyone who could benefit from the insights and stories shared here. Also, be sure to visit daniellecobo.com for more resources on cultivating resilience and unleashing your inner grit. We'll be back soon with another empowering episode. Until then, be unstoppable.